I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously on Haunted. That's Melissa Black, Mark Rawlinson's girlfriend. Who is stalking the town disguised as a clown? Is that another victim of the signal? We've had a spike in calls. People all over town reporting neighbours behaving strangely. Incidents of random violence. I'm pretty much the only one here. (laughs) It's in my head. You need to hear the signal. He wants to make other people hear the signal. He thinks it will strengthen it and allow him to find the source. How many people would have to get infected? His parents say they haven't seen Paul for two days, but confirm he was acting strange beforehand. He lost his friend a couple of years ago. That same night, a young woman drowned in the lake. Linda Jones. Yeah, I knew her. But I think they've decided on a course of action. Oh, God. What? A coma, Dad. They're going to put her into a coma. Haunted, the audio drama. Episode 1. The Signal. Part 6 of 6. Written by Jamie Evans. sound upset you yes of course i'm fine dear i i need to talk to melissa i'm gonna be there as soon as possible i think we have another piece of the puzzle well you'd better hurry her father is here talking to the doctors i'm not sure yet but i think they've decided on a course of action oh god what a coma dan they're going to put her into a coma why would they do that They say her body's exhausted and they need to force her to get rest. Well, hasn't she been sleeping at the church? She's losing weight right before our eyes. Her skin is... (laughs) You can almost see through it, Dan. The doctor said... The doctor said it's as if her body's given up on living and is just rotting away. Jesus Christ! Daniel! Sorry. It's okay. Look, don't let them put her under yet. I'm on my way, okay? You're on the opposite side of town. I'll break the speed limits. Just don't let them put her under. I'll phone Abby and James. 
Okay. Pull it together, Cheryl. It doesn't seem to be picking anything up. No, it doesn't. What does that mean? Well, looking at it with a positive mindset, it could mean not nearly as many people are infected as we first thought. And the bad way? It could mean that my theories are entirely wrong, this tracker doesn't work, and we're wasting time and polluting the environment driving around like this. Great. Was it always like this? Was what like this? You. Investigating. When I met you this morning, I... I didn't recognise you. Well, we... never met. You understand that, right? Yes, I know, but... But what I mean is... When you're so devoted to somebody's work, when you've followed every piece they've ever written, every TV appearance, every interview, you have this... image of them. The man who opened the door this morning wasn't the man I'd followed for a decade. I'm still not. I still don't believe we're dealing with ghosts. I know. And it turns out that that's okay. I used to think what drew me to your work was the fact that you still believed, even though you disproved them. But now I see it's the passion that I was drawn to. I would hardly call it passionate, driving around like this holding a makeshift radar out the window. I can see how badly you want to save Melissa, and how badly you want to help them all. That's passion. You know... Whoa! Stop! It didn't give us much notice, did it? That way. Take the little road through the estate. Okay. What is it? We think we've found something. Yeah, well, so have I. More importantly than that, though... They've decided to put Melissa into a medically-induced coma. What? That's stupid. Why would they do that? Oh, are you a qualified doctor? You know I'm not. But we aren't dealing with any illness that we know about. Melissa has already entered the stage of infection where she's suffering from psychosis and delusion. If you put her in a coma, you might well be trapping her in there with her growing insanity. It will be hell for the poor girl. Well, they think if they don't put her out, she isn't going to survive the next 48 hours. Are you there? Yeah, yes, yes. Try and hold them off. What? Try and hold them off, please. Look, I'll do my best, but I don't know how well that's going to go. Listen, I have a question for you. What? Earlier you were on about why does this thing affect people at different paces? Could guilt have anything to do with it? Guilt? A guilty conscience. Could it somehow speed up the effect of the signal. Make the hallucination stronger. I have no idea. I suppose, maybe. At the very least, it could make the hallucinations that much worse. If you're already harbouring some dark secret, there's more for your subconscious to draw from when you begin the hallucination. Why? Mark, Jay and Paul. All of them were pulled in for questioning two years ago regarding the drowning of a woman in Victoria Lake. They were released without charge after the drowning was ruled accidental. But what if it wasn't? Interesting. What? What's going on? Put it on speaker! Uh, Deputy, can you repeat that last part for me? Two years ago, a young woman named Linda Jones drowned in Victoria Lake. 
Mark, Jay and Paul were all brought in for questioning, but none of them were charged. Mark kept hallucinating water dripping from his ceiling. What about Jay? Do we know what he was seeing? Not for sure. I guess it's a possibility. I think I have an idea. I'm going to leave Mrs Corbin here with Melissa and check it out. I'll get back to you. One more thing, Dan. Yeah? Did you manage to place all of the strange calls from tonight? Map out where the most cases of the signal have been? I did, actually. Our oldest cases that seem like they could be related are from a few days ago. They come from homes over on the east side of town. They seem to move out from that direction, with those closer into town having only been reported today. There's basically no reports over on the west side of town. It's spreading from east to west. Which is exactly what our radar is telling us. Good luck, guys. Thanks. This way. And let's hurry. Peterson, come in. Come in, Peterson. Yeah, man? This is official channels, Peterson. Sorry, Dan. Did the Gov get back to the station yet? Yeah, and he's royally pissed, man. We've got reporters at the front door demanding answers, half our cops still out on calls, and apparently some twat took over the radio station and has told everyone to stay inside and turn off their radios. Doesn't that make things easier for him? You'd think. Peterson, how would you like to come out of tonight looking rosy in the Gov's eyes? Go on. I think I know how to stop our insane clown friend, but I need your help. What do you need me to do? I need you to grab everything we have relating to the death of Linda Jones. It was a case a couple of years back. Then meet me out at Victoria Lake, where the old lifeguard tower is. Um, sure thing, Dan. Hey, um, you okay? Oh, I'm grand, my friend. Just looking forward to wrapping this shit up. I'll see you there. never looks that painful in the movies. Don't be a baby. That's quite enough of that. Can you feel that? Yeah. It's not just me. It feels oppressive, right? Old buildings often do. It's the weight of history. <sighs> what are you doing? Dutch courage. Bump. Oh, all right then. Do you want to do the honours? Thanks. We're currently in an abandoned warehouse where, at least according to the fading signs, they used to manufacture a brand of radio system called Derringer. Fitting, huh? Abigail. Sorry. This place is situated less than a mile from the edge of Hangman's Wood. Specifically, the woods where Melissa Black, Mark Rawlinson and their friends first heard the signal. Did you notice the radio antenna on the roof? This place didn't just build radios. At one point it was capable of sending and receiving radio signals. The place looks like it's been abandoned for a long time, but you can sort of tell that somebody's been here. Tell us how. Uh, oh, those boxes over there. The dust on the floor around them has been disturbed, suggesting that they were moved at some point. Yes. What else? Uh, oh, the, the windows. What about them? They're all perfectly boarded up. The boards look fresh and aren't covered in graffiti. A building abandoned this long, I'd bet my life's earnings on it being vandalised by young ragamuffins. <laughs> Ragamuffins. Oh, sorry, do you prefer urchins? Maybe hooligans? I think they like to be called street artists these days. I've seen what they paint. It's not art. Uh, what about Banksy? Who? What? Oh, OK, not the point. No, it isn't. There's something else we ought to check. 
What's that? If the signal really was broadcasting from here, it would need power. Lights! Now, why would the lights be working in a building abandoned a decade ago? Somebody's been paying the bill. Or setting up their own generators. Listen. Oh, my God. Upstairs. Somebody had definitely been here. But whoever it was, we were too late. The room we had entered overlooked the main floor of the warehouse. It had probably once been an office of some sort. Desks had been shoved against the walls, old paperwork still resting in files after all this time. I felt the world move out from under me, and I actually grabbed Abigail's shoulder with one hand for fear of toppling over. It wasn't the drink that hit me, however. It was the surreal sight that was awaiting us in the centre of the room. Plastic sheeting had been hung up. Light glowed from within it. It reminded me almost of a scene from that old show Dexter, you know? The one about the cop who's also a serial killer. I looked to James for guidance, my eyes bulging wide in my head. It was hard to tell, but it looked like there was a silhouette inside the sheeting. My heart thudded so hard in my chest it was as though I was running sprints on a treadmill. Neither of us wanted to move that sheeting. But one of us had to. <coughs> Stand back. No! Cover your eyes. What is it? You don't need to see this. James, I'm not going to stand here with my eyes closed. I I can take it. Oh, that's horrible. Inside the sheeting was a metal trolley on wheels. A hospital gurney. Atop it lay a young man, certainly no older than 17 or so. Whatever had happened to him, it had been brutal, painful and destructive. He was a thinly built young man with thickets of overly long dark hair atop his head. I noticed several patches where the hair had been removed, and small, circular wounds punctured the skin of the cranium. His skin was a mottled colour, and it looked as though he had been here for days, maybe even weeks. The most terrible thing, however, was his tongue, or should I say, lack of. Somebody cut his tongue out? Yes. That's fucking disgusting. I concur. Look at these straps. He was bound to this tightly. I doubt he could move at all. Why did they take his tongue? Why do you think? To stop him from screaming? I'd say so, yes. Is he another victim of the signal? I don't think so. He's been strapped for a while, judging from how these wrist and ankle straps have dug into the flesh. Somebody did this to him. Oh, God. What? Look. Those are the symbols. The same ones people have been writing down compulsively. Suspended right above his head so he could always see them. It seems things are darker than we previously imagined. Um, James, we have a problem. He's found us. Paul has found us! <laughs> Sorry for the delay, Dan. Got the files. Did the gov see you? No. Good lad. Here, take these. Earplugs? Trust me. Are we about to do something dangerous? Truth be told, I don't know. So this used to be a lifeguard tower? Yeah, back when Victoria Lake used to be a popular tourism spot. It's gone to hell now. That pretty much sums up the world, I think, buddy. Yeah. So what are you going to do? I'm going to use the radio tower to broadcast this tape here. It's a recording a friend of mine was using to try and... (sighs) You know what? 
you've missed too much. You won't understand. Basically, this tape, coupled with some choice words from me, is going to attract the attention of a very bad person. And you're hoping he'll come here and we can arrest him? Yeah, something like that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. He's looking pretty rough. Remember, he's a victim in all of this too. The signal is still wearing away at him. No. We can't fight him, and we aren't going to be able to subdue him like this. Our best tactic is going to be to... Shit! Turn it off, turn it... Too late. Ah, little pigs, little pigs, are you hiding from me? <laughs> Dan, what is it? What's wrong? Just tell us what you want. Abigail, he's coming up the stairs. We have to go. I've got a plan to get Paul. I'm going to call him to Victoria Lake. Call him? What? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I just need a few minutes to get this working and then I'll be ready. What's going on? He's found us. Work fast. Oh, he had to call now, didn't he, of all times. Captain Fantastic. Shut up. He says we just have to get away for a few minutes. Why? What is he going to do? <sighs> he's gaining on us. Quick, in here. It's a dead end. Shh. Be quiet. Maybe he'll go past. Please come out. I'm just trying to help you, that's all. Just trying to help. Ah! Found you! <laughs> Abigail, get behind me. We don't have any weapons! 
weapons! Listen to me. Once he gets me, you take your chance and you run for it, okay? Don't talk like that! Listen to me. We don't have time for false hope. We are trapped. He is coming through that door. This is your only chance to escape. Uh... Paul! Paul, listen to me. I know you're in there. No, Paul! Yes! Yes, Paul, damn it! Your name is Paul. You were friends with Mark Rawlinson and Melissa Black. You all went out to the woods and... No! I know you're afraid. Never. Never afraid. Never. Never weak. Never afraid. Oh, I, I get it! I get it! Get what? That's how he's been fighting it! He's compartmentalising, denying who he is and instead trying to be the one thing he can think of that is scarier than the signal. He's trying to become the thing he's afraid of, to protect himself, like Batman! Batman? That's right, isn't it, Paul? Let me help you. Let me protect you. <laughs> you want to stop us from hearing the signal, don't you? Well, we can't hear it. It isn't even broadcasting at the moment. You saw the mess in the other room. Something bigger is going on here. <laughs> you talk too much. <laughs> James! Run! <sighs> Why has he stopped? No. 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 No, it's, it's back. It's back. No, no. I hear it. Can you hear it? Can you? We can't hear anything. It's calling me. What in the world just happened? We didn't die, for one. Yeah, I'm pretty grateful about that part. Oh, it's Dan. He said he had a plan. Come on, we need to get in the car. Where are we going? Be careful, you almost clipped that parked car. Your broadcast earlier must have done something. There's barely anyone on the roads. What is going on? How is Dan calling Paul to the lake? Why is he doing that? I don't know, but try tuning the radio until you find whatever he's trying to broadcast. Paul, listen to my voice. Come to Victoria Lake. You know the spot. All of your answers lie at Victoria Lake. All of them. Paul, listen to my voice. Come to Victoria Lake. You know... What was that? I isolated the broadcast channel of the signal itself. By playing that without the signal broadcasting, I was able to use it at Greenvale with the theory that they would respond to it and light up the radar. He's playing the same broadcast frequency, but he's overlaying his own voice, reaching out directly to Paul. Wow, that's incredibly clever. What? Oh, come on. Fine, yes it is. It's a smart move. Are you two okay? We're fine. What's going on? Did it work? Is he on his way? We think so. What are you planning? Paul and his friends were at this lake two years ago, the same night that a girl named Linda Jones drowned. It eventually got ruled accidental, but that always seemed suspicious. The kids couldn't keep their story straight, and one of them definitely would have cracked if the report hadn't shut the investigation down. I am fairly convinced that Paul, Mark and Jay murdered, maybe accidentally, that young woman. That's great, but why bring him here? Oh, I see! You think it'll work? It, it has a good chance. Then we'll get him. Why are you looking at me like that? 
I think I underestimated you. Thank you. I didn't say it was a compliment. Uh, guys? Is that the man we're waiting for? Across the beach, far from our copse of trees, a bubble of darkness broke away from the shadows, moving in lurching steps towards us. The familiar weapon dragged through the sand behind him. Paul. Still dressed as a clown, although so much of the makeup had worn off by now, there was no longer denying any of his identity. Unlike previously, he wasn't cackling. His skin was pale, and he looked to be pouring sweat. Paul! No, no. Paul, do you know where we are? The source. We're at the source. Of the signal? I'm afraid not. That was just me desperate to get you here. You remember here, don't you? Dan. This is where you and your friends were partying one night two years ago. Partying with Linda Jones. No. No. Yes. She was a young woman with a bright future by all accounts. Everyone liked her. Too good for your band of misfits. Dan. You killed her. You killed her, didn't you? And that's why now you and your friends keep seeing hallucinations that reflect your guilt. Mark saw water pouring through his ceiling. The, cor- the coroner said she was drunk, that she fell into the water and hit her head on the rock. That's not true, though, is it? You killed her! No! What is going on? I'm making him see the truth. I'm making this son of a bitch remember. You're torturing him. That's what you're doing. He's a killer! He is being controlled by the signal. Not when he killed Linda Jones. This is your only chance, Paul. Tell us what happened. It it was an accident. We didn't mean for it to happen. We were playing around on the shoreline. Linda always wore this dumb hat like a French hat. She was always hanging around us because she fancied Jay, I think. We thought she was a huge nerd. We'd we'd had a bit to drink and we decided to have some fun. We took her hat and were tossing it back and forth. Eventually, one of us, I think it might have been Mark, tossed it into the lake. She swam in to get it. I I was pissing around, throwing rocks so they skipped past her. They were just little ones. I I didn't think they'd hurt anyone. I I, I misjudged one and hit her a square in the head. And even from the shore, you could see the blood. And then she drowned. Yes. I forced Mark and Jay to not say anything to anyone. For two years, I threatened them. They always felt guilty, always wanted to admit to it, but I kept them in check. So as soon as they heard the signal, their guilt got the better of them? They were weak-minded. They're just hallucinations. They can't hurt us. What were we supposed to do? We, We were young men in our prime. We were supposed to waste that rotting away in jail. Scum like you is why I became a copper. People like you who think your lives are so much more important than anyone else's. It's not like anyone was going to miss her. What? Dan. Danny, come on. Don't you feel even a little bit of guilt? Standing here where it happened. Don't you feel even the tiniest bit of remorse? Look out at that water and remember what you did. The life you took! Wait a minute, deputy. Stop calling me deputy! Did you leave the tone broadcasting in there? Oh, you bet I did! Ha! No. No, 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 no. Please, please take me away. Please, officer, take me away. Please, please, please! What's wrong with him? Paul? Paul! He's not responding. He won't. Why not? What's happening? 
Why is he staring at the lake? He finally found his conscience. Hold on to him, Peterson! Let him go. How can you say that? Please, she's coming back. Look, can't you see? Can't you see she's there? She's still in the water. What the fuck is he on about? You. You realised the signal was playing on guilt, so you brought him here and you cranked up my initiator sample to provoke the infection in his head. To make him face what he's done! To get justice! I am so sorry, but this is not justice. She's right there! Look! Look! We can save her! We can save her! Paul, no! Let him go, Abigail. We can't help him now, he's too far gone. Linda! Linda, I'm sorry! I, I didn't mean it! I didn't! There's nothing there! What's happening? He's hallucinating. He's in the grip of the signal. I imagine Linda wants revenge after all this time. Shit! He's hurting himself! Look, he's gouged his cheeks! He's bleeding everywhere! Just like she did. What you've done is as close to murder as you can get without actually picking up a knife. Oh, what was I supposed to do? Not this. Violence never solves anything. It just feeds the cycle. That's easy for you to say. What did you ever lose? What did I ever lose? What did I ever lose? I lost everything that mattered to me when I was only seven years old. I had my entire world burned down in front of me and I handled it. Even as a child, I handled it. You should help him. Don't bother. He was dead before he even stepped in the water. He's gone. Under the surface. Tell me, do you feel better? Does this bring that girl back? No. No, I, I don't feel better. I feel worse. I feel worse. What am I supposed to do? How do I make this stop? You don't. I'm sorry. You just don't. <laughs> what? Abigail? Mum! I'm so glad you're safe. And I'm glad you're safe, Mum. Where's Dan? He's had a really rough night. Another policeman went back to the station with him. I think he's going to be taking a bit of time off. Why? It's a long story. I'll tell you later. So they decided to put Melissa in the coma after all, then? Yes. The doctors seem convinced it's the only way to save her. I kept the music playing, just like you said to. Do you know how to make things better? Not yet. We sold one mystery tonight, but we think whatever was broadcasting has stopped temporarily. But we've no idea how many people in the town have been affected. I'm just glad you're safe. Come here. Mr Hunter, it's good to see you too. Thank you for looking after my daughter. Oh, I, uh, I think it was the other way round, truth be told. And don't you forget it. I'm sorry you weren't able to solve what you came here for. Was any of this useful to you? Are you writing a new book? Actually, I've been thinking... I'm going to stay. Melissa needs me. The signal is still affecting her and it, it could rebroadcast at any time. I want to do my best to help her. 
I was hoping you could recommend a good bed and breakfast in town. There's a great one on Cherry Orchard Hill. Nonsense, Mr Hunter. You can stay with us. What? I don't want to impose. Don't be silly. You could stay in the church basement if you're going to be working. That would be an excellent little workspace for you with all of your research. I do my podcast down there, Mum. I'm sure Mr Hunter would want to appear on your podcast if you ask him nicely. You did base it on his research, after all. Delighted. Fantastic. Oh, wonderful. I'm just going to go outside, dear. I've been in that chair all night. I need to stretch my back. OK, Mum. So, you're staying. Just to help Melissa and find the source of the signal, that's all. Oh, of course. And, you know, if any other strange cases just happen to cross our way... Why would that happen? I'm just saying, if we happen to have something drop into our laps... Abigail... I mean, we would have a moral duty to, you know, investigate that. I mean, if people were in trouble, right? <sighs> right. Yes! This is fantastic. Like Mulder and Scully, Dibs and Mulder. Oh, I am so excited. I can't wait. Woo! Great. I'm sure that wasn't a terrible, awful, disastrous decision. No, not at all. Excuse me, Mr Hunter? Yes? I wanted to tell you something, without Abigail. I don't know why, I just... I thought you should know. Okay. It's Melissa. Something she said in the hospital. What? She said there is nothing. What does that mean? Mark Rawlinson wrote those same words in his diary. I wouldn't worry about it. She was in the grip of delirium at the time. I don't think she knew what she was saying. Thank you, Mr Hunter. For everything. There is nothing. What is going on around here? come to lecture me again? Perhaps. Have you slept yet? No. I spent a couple of hours tossing and turning on the couch in the break room and gave up. Have you got nothing to say? For once, I'm not here to talk. I'm here to listen. <sighs> I don't feel any better, if that's what you want to know. Did you think that you would? Of course I did. You didn't know Linda. She was... She was a fucking light in this shitty world. She always saw the good in people. She was always so kind and caring and... and Forgiving? This signal thing might have been corrupting him last night, but believe me, it didn't have to work very hard. He was a monster to begin with. And? And it doesn't... It doesn't make it right. 
I thought it would feel justified. Like it was a noble cause. In my experience, murder only feels noble before you actually do it. Whilst it's still in your imagination, you can clean it up, take out the grisly bits, make it seem sanitised, even glamorised. Every time I close my eyes, I keep picturing what Linda would say. She'd be ashamed of me. Are you going to report me to the chief? No. Paul was already dead before you got to him. The signal, whatever it is, had caused so much damage to his brain there's no way he could have survived. You just made it more painful than it had to be. Besides, I think you've suffered enough. <laughs> it appears I'm going to be in town for a while longer, which means you and I having to deal with one another. I am telling you this up front and as plainly as I can. I will not tolerate anything like that again. That is my line in the sand. I understand. Try and get some sleep. The longer you wait, the harder it'll be. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter and Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin. With special guest Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring... Tess Gustard. Harry McElroy. Mark Smith. Narration by David Anthony Green. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges, Charles Topping and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next terrifying chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Hi guys and gals, this is Jamie Evans, creator and half of the showrunning team for Haunted, the audio drama. I also play James Hunter in the show. We really hope you're enjoying the show and that you're feeling intrigued by the mysteries we're trying to set up. I don't want to take up much of your time, I'm sure you hear something similar to this at the end of every podcast or audio drama that you listen to. This is the part of the show where we beg you for your hard-earned money. We chose to release Haunted free of charge because we wanted as many people to hear it as possible. We have no plans to ever change that model, so please don't worry, the show will continue to release for free for the foreseeable future. However, it does cost us quite a lot of money to produce Haunted. Things like marketing budget, studio rental equipment costs, and of course paying for our performers makes the show very expensive to produce. So we've decided to set up a Patreon where fans of the show can donate a small amount of money to us each month if you choose to do so. 
We have two different donation tiers on our Patreon, and these come with rewards including access to our Discord server, early access to episodes, and access to a behind-the-scenes show where we talk about the process of making Haunted and the sorts of things that inspired the show. That literally doubles the amount of Haunted content that you will be receiving. If you could please consider donating so that we can continue the story of James and Abigail, we would be so grateful. Find us at patreon.com slash impalafilms. That's Impala spelled I-M-P-A-L-A. Patreon.com slash impalafilms. Thank you so much and see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 